Hello everyone, my name is Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show and today I have a very super interesting show for you. Um, I have someone on the show, an expert, um, who is going to tell us how um, our handwriting um, can actually influence our life and how by changing our, our handwriting it can positively influence our life. So I'd like you to help me in uh, joining to the show, Tracy Montoya. How are you, Tracy? Doing great, Natalie. Thank you so much for having me. It's an absolute pleasure to have you here, and I am so interested to get into this um, into this subject with you because not only you know do you have you've been doing this work for quite some time, um, but you have some incredible results that you've uh, been able to measure along the way as well. So why don't we start uh, first of all with um, your story and your background and how you got into doing this type of work. Well, you know, I was uh, severely bullied starting in kindergarten and beat up and, you know, every day was even starting very young. I was like, I don't want to wake up another day and go to school and deal with being bullied. And then at home, I was severely abused in every way, shape, form you can think of with alcoholic parents. And I was the only child. Um, so my father had military time and met a man named Charles Stahl who lived in San Francisco at the time and he had run a handwriting analysis school and this was back in the 60s and so he started coming over to my father's house we were living in Tucson at the time and would try to talk to my father about his handwriting analysis work but my father was extremely non-interested and uh, but would pacify him to a certain extent where here I am the little mini nerd and I wanted to learn everything about it so uh, to make the story short, my 11th birthday present was to start learning forensic handwriting analysis age-appropriately, and I studied with him very closely until uh, after I graduated high school and went into the Air Force, and I ended up being certified, and it, it's been my career path ever since. So for 27 years professionally, I've done this internationally. Right. So when you say forensic handwriting, um, you know, so how were you using this knowledge in the beginning? Well, I started, uh, what happened was he had his own business and his own clients, and so he had come down with cancer. What he did was he introduced me as his replacement. So I actually walked into a career uh, in my you know, 20s, uh, in, into a career field that was mostly men, obviously, and, uh, and mostly men in the law enforcement field are kind of like, why am I going to listen to a 20-year-old female about something that we don't even necessarily believe in? you know, something like handwriting analysis. So I, I, I had my own battles with that, trying to get myself started. But um, most of that time, the 27 years, was working on law enforcement training all around the world. And then it opened up to training human resources, training uh, probation and parole, and other correctional facilities, mental health. Um, and then the general public got into it. So I, I traveled the world doing all that training and also working on casework. And um, I've helped write a Criminal Minds episodes and stuff like that. So very interesting work. But my passion wasn't in the forensic side. It was in the mental health side and handwriting related. Right. So um, so what is it that we can tell? What can you tell from someone's handwriting? What, what, what can you tell about a person? Well, when I look at a, just a, you know, say a couple words. When I look at that, I see hundreds of personality traits flying at me. Um, going back to that individual's age of approximately three years old. So I have to, I've had to train my brain to only pick and choose what I think that person needs 
I guess what I instinctively feel that that person needs to hear or know about at the time that things may be blocking you know their their happiness or their success or their goals or what have you and um, so I can see things you know such as sexual abuse such as anger resentment I can even timeline it back to where these things occurred or when these things occurred so people can be aware you know it's not that we can go back and change what happened but we don't have to let those significant experiences trigger us and control us and that's what my program's about is taking away the power that the past holds over us and that we drag along day to day into our into our future and blocks us from creating our goals and our happiness so so what you're saying is that we can when when you analyze um, our handwriting um, we can make certain changes that, that they will then allow money to flow into our lives and for us to have the health that we want or create the relationships that we want that's exactly right that's exactly wow. right so, so how do we do that <laughs> You know, I should. I, I really would like to give you know you and and your followers uh, a really really strong powerful tip um, to really let go of that past and really start you know self empowering for whatever it is, whether it's money related or goal related or relationship related or whatever it is. And that it seems simple in theory, but I can guarantee you it's a lot harder consciously to do because it's. It's, we have all these habits, years and years and years of writing habits, just like we do behavioral habits. And um, so that change is to make all of the capital I's, like in your I statements, I am, I will, I have, whatever it is. That I, that capital I, is the only letter in the alphabet that represents just you. So it's really important to have that capital I very strong and made in a very healthy way. And the healthiest way to make that is one strong tall, proud, vertical line down. No horizontal lines, no loops, no hooks, no no anything. Just one straight vertical line down. Wow. Okay, I am adopting Super that. Super powerful. Right away. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay, so I know that you you have worked with um, with a lot of different people. I know when we, before we jumped on the on the um, the video, uh, you were talking about uh, working with with juvenile as well. So tell us a little bit about what was happening there. Well, what happened was a friend of mine was the uh, executive director of the Texas Juvenile Probation back in 2006. Well, she was there for many years, but 2006, I had a state representative invite me to run a research project with the high recidivist juveniles that were there. And anonymously, they were put into my program. Of course, they had to be willing participants. And they were taken off all other treatments or programs that they had been on for mental health or behavior because none of them had worked. They had failed repetitively at these other programs. And so for six months, I took these juveniles of various rate, you know, ranges of age and socioeconomic and cultural backgrounds and, and crimes, and everything was very diverse. And for six months, I put them in the program, completely anonymous to me. And the state tracked their background for five, well, they're supposed to do it for five. It looks like it was six, six years that they had tracked their background. And keep in mind, all of these had, you know, repeat offenders. They had been through the system several times. After my program, for that continuing six years, none of them had reoffended. Wow. So, very powerful. Okay, so so how do you work with people? Like, what what is the work that you do with them? 
Well, I have uh, several certified therapists now around the world coming up. Um, and so it's, it's, the program was designed in 1987 and literally saved my life. Um, so that's how it, it was really just for me. And then it started helping other people in domestic violence situations. And it just expanded from there. So keep in mind, in 1987, there was no immediate access to fax machines. There was no internet for everybody, no email, no, no cell phones, none of that. So the program is, was, and still is designed to be working remotely from home or from, some people don't feel safe at home, they do it from their office. And there's progress notes that get involved, there's submission schedules, like there's a lot of support, there's a video support series, there's all of the support that goes into it, even though it's a remote situation. So it's, it's a really safe way to go through therapy, if you want to say that, therapy, even though it's not really therapy. <laughs> it's just like journaling. Everybody knows the power of journaling, but it takes it a step farther by creating new neurological connections in the brain, which is cognitive, then the behavioral part. And it, it nails all those, those. I think one of your previous guests said there's six layers of consciousness. It nails all those six layers. <laughs> so... It's very powerful. Wow. So you bring up a really important point there. So um, so by changing our handwriting, it actually changes uh, something neurologically for us? Yes. It actually reprograms the brain to make new neurological connections for the new personality traits that you're trying to put in place of the ones that you don't necessarily like. Right. So something about anger, they take that away and put in like you know forgiveness or something opposite. You know, and, and still keep the brain connections there. They just make them healthy and, and create new ones. Right. Because, I mean, not many of us write that much anymore. I know. That's the problem. <laughs> I mean, you know, it is, handwriting is slower. But it actually has been proven with neurological studies and, you know, the, the scans, the brain imaging and stuff that when you actually handwrite, you fire up a lot of the brain activity areas that's not fired up during typing or keyboarding or texting or anything like that. So there's parts in there that you're activating the brain and second only the language. Handwriting uses more brain activity than anything else. Wow. So it's very, very powerful. Yeah, well I you know I actually personally went through um, I actually went through a a program just recently called the Hoffman Process. It was six and a half days, intense just it was probably one of the most transformational things I've ever done for myself and um, and a lot of it we were doing a lot of writing and it was amazing how you know once you start writing how things started to flow and memories would come back and um, it was because I, I don't handwrite that often because I'm typing all the time so I found that that was that was actually really insightful so um, you know how how much writing should we be doing like how how many hours a day or how many minutes a day should we be handwriting to be able to, to you know effectively make these changes well you know I, I suggest no more no less than 20 minutes a day and right before you go to bed is best because it activates the subconscious and then when you go to sleep it continues working subconsciously and then at the same time even probably more powerful or just as powerful is healthy letter shapes. That's incredibly important because if we're writing really crappy and unhealthy letter shapes, it doesn't matter how much writing we do because that's going to keep that unhealthy stuff locked in us. And and that's why it's really important to use it with a guided, you know, a, a guided measure 
such as my program or like my book, uh, you know, any of my books, really. But it's really important to do the healthy letters, and that's that's I think the the power behind it all is really the healthiness of the letters. Wow. Amazing. All right, so uh, we're, we're getting a little close on time, but um, is it possible for you to share um, like a transformational story of someone that you've worked with over the years? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the one that comes to mind just instinctively when you said that was a lady out of Oklahoma. She was 45 years old, has gone through uh, 15 years of you know traditional mental health talk therapy, if you will, and medication, and she still felt kind of divided. She said, part of me feels like it was helped and the rest of me feels just as unstable as I was 15 years ago. Um, she had been raped multiple times. She had been in repetitive, abusive situations. She was being verbally abused and disrespected by her children. It was just huge, unhealthy environment that she was in. Well, she didn't have access to go to any other place physically um, to get to a, a therapeutic environment. So she uh, came to my program and she graduated on time, which is six months. Uh, and then she's now been out of the program for almost 14 months. And she'll check in every few months and say she's still doing good. She left the abusive environment. She, her kids are living with their dad now to give her some space for healing. And um, have on visitations, they've been much more um, respectful to her. But at the same time, she's setting more boundaries where she didn't set boundaries before. She said she's finally reached a place where she's in love with her life. And I'll share that on my fan page, like some of that stuff, anonymously, of course. But I do share some comments on, on one of my fan pages. So it's important to feel empowered. And she's just loving her life now. And that's really important. She actually heard about my program from one of my police officer uh, students because it's her brother. So Excellent. So so what are some of the benefits people can, can experience from, from going through your program? Um, a lot of people that come through my program have eating addictions um, or eating disorders, however you want to word that. It's, you know, and food has a real control over people. I've, I've dealt with that myself in my past. And we control what we can when our life is out of control of the things that we can't control. And so one of the things we can control is the pen and the paper, though. And that's what helps make it empowering. So whether we're dealing with... Um, residual effects of trauma such as abuse or bullying um, or we're just running around with a lot of anger, resentment, guilt and shame and all that stuff that just you know keeps beating us up. I call this you know those words up here the itty bitty shitty committee because it's always talking bad about it. It's like these mental bullies and this helps quiet them you know not suppress them because when you suppress them they come back stronger but to quiet them and learn how to interact with them so that they can you know, heal from within and reprogram that brain and come out of it much more stronger and not having the triggers before affect them. Wow, awesome. Uh, like I predicted in the beginning, this was an exceptionally interesting show. Tracy, I, I'm so glad that I got to, to, you know, have you here on the show so you could share this information. So if people want to find out more about you and your programs, where can we send them? Um, written Escape dot com is the website for the handwriting formation therapy program itself but then my website is asktracy.com and thank you Natalie so much for this opportunity I've been a fan of yours for a very long time 
<laughs> well, I'm, I'm very honored to have met you. Now, guys, um, I encourage you to share this video and the extremely information, uh, interesting information in it. Now, you can do that by clicking the Facebook in the Twitter share buttons on this page. Um, make sure that if you click on the banner to the side, you'll go straight through to Tracy's website from there. Um, also, download the app if you haven't done so already so that you can watch the shows on the go. You don't necessarily have to be in front of your computer anymore. And please leave your email in the box on this page so that I can send you the Manifesting with the Masters video e-course. It's actually valued at $87 and I would love to send it to you for free. So until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously and love without limits. We'll see you soon.